Have you ever found yourself feeling out of control and overwhelmed with all the chaos in the world? As mothers, we're dealing with some pretty heavy stuff. Joyfully Prepared guides and reassures mothers that they can create a home of love, unity, and laughter, as well as produce an atmosphere of resourcefulness and resilience. I know a lot about a few things and a little about a lot of things. I'm your host, Wendy Bergen, and this is the Joyfully Prepared podcast. Welcome to the Joyfully Prepared podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. I'm so happy to welcome and introduce you to my guest today. Welcome, Jody Silverman. Thanks, Wendy. We're glad you're here. Jody Silverman is a certified life coach, speaker, and community builder with a 20-year track record of transforming ideas into success. Jody believes that living your daring life begins with challenging ourselves outside of our comfort zones and is the most direct route to fulfillment. She has inspired thousands of women around the country to live their own daring lives through direct sales, her Moms Who Dare membership community, and as a speaker. When not engaging and creating experiences for her community, Jody enjoys reading, tennis, and hanging out with her family. And if there's a fire pit and a nice cocktail involved, even better. I like it. I like yes. it a lot, Miss Jody. Well, I'm so happy to have you here today. Thank you for coming. No, thank you for inviting me, Wendy. I'm, I'm excited. I love talking to moms about moms. Moms about moms. Perfect. <laughs> well, I my um, question for you to start with is, how did you get started? Where was the beginning of your journey and how did it evolve? Well, I can tell you that I never in a million years said, oh, I want to be a life coach and serve empty nest moms. That was <laughs> not something I, I intended. It, it just happened organically. So I spent my whole career in sales and I had... I have two children. They're now 24 and 27. Okay. And I'm married to my husband, Sam. We're hitting our 30th year this year. So all that's great. When my son, my youngest turned two, I decided to leave corporate America, start my own business selling commercial printing. It allowed me to, to take control of my time so I could be a little more present as a mom. But for me personally, Wendy, I always wanted to work. Um, besides needing the extra income, it's something that I enjoy doing. I had, so, but the beauty of what I have was I was able to do it three days a week. So three days a week, I was like this human out in the world and three days, four days of the week, I was mom and, and I liked it. So I guess it was, God, I had had my business for years. I was about 45. So it was 11 years ago now. And both my kids were in high school. My son was a freshman. My daughter was a senior. And I just... I felt it. I felt that space opening up where they used to fill it, where my daughter was going to be leaving. And this is my first, my oldest, my daughter, huge presence in our house, personality wise. And um, she was about to leave. And my son would be approaching that driving age soon. And I truly believe that the emptiness hits a mom when your child gets their license and starts driving because they don't require you to be their Uber driver anymore. They, they can go and, and do and from. And that's the first time many moms tell me they feel like they've lost a little bit of their purpose. And I found myself sitting one day and I could picture myself where I was sitting thinking, okay, so I have this space that's opened up. More is going to open up when Ellie's gone. Even though Daniel was still going to be home, he had his own life going on. Is what I, and I found myself asking, is what I'm doing right now going to be enough when Daniel then leaves? 
And the answer was no. It was no. I mean, and, and it wasn't an easy answer to say because here I have my own business, lucky me, make my own hours. Um, I'm married to an amazing husband. I have great kids. I have a whole friend group. I have my family nearby. So how dare I feel like it wasn't enough? I somehow quickly moved through that, realizing it wasn't about my life not being enough. It was what I felt was my true purpose and mission in life, for lack of better words. And I don't want anyone to get stuck on having another purpose. What happened, though, for me was just by asking that question, is this enough when they're gone and answering it? No, that was enough to open up my mind my, and my heart to possibility and opportunities. Something shifted and opened up in me so that when a friend came to me with a business opportunity, direct sales, network marketing, I otherwise closed-minded about it, found myself saying, okay, I'll sit down and listen. One of my dearest friends, so of course I know, like, and trust her, and I ended up saying yes to this business that changed my whole life. Because anybody out there listening, Wendy, and I don't know if you have ever embarked and done a direct sales mm -hmm. business, knows that the world of network marketing and direct sales is a world of personal growth, yes. positivity, and opportunity. I agree. And I didn't, yeah. And I, I didn't realize how hungry I was for that. So I embraced going to women empowerment events. I embraced going to every local event that my company had. And I started to be introduced to the, the life coaching aspect of it and the limiting beliefs that were holding me back and myself talking all those buzzwords, Brene Brown and Liz Gilbert and Stephen Covey and all the great ones. And I found myself in this world having so much fun, scared out of my mind every day, doing something new and different that stretched me and pulled me, but releasing these fears. Like I didn't care what people thought about me anymore. I wanted to do this business. I'm going to do the business. You don't like it. You don't have to do it. No problem. And I just realized in that moment, I wanted my friends, my fellow moms who were getting ready to become empty nesters to not get caught up and lost and sucked into an unending pit of sadness and loss that I wanted them to realize how exciting and fun and full of opportunity and possibility this chapter could be not only for our children, but for us as well. So I became, I decided to wanting to support moms. And it's mainly moms in high school and beyond, but it's never too late to start your journey of rediscovering who you want to be and who you get to be now. So that led me towards becoming a life coach. I knew I wanted to be an empty nest coach for community. Mm -hmm. I knew it wasn't going to be more of a one-on-one -on -one type thing. It was going to be community. And um, the community I found, it was called Moms Who Dare. Okay. How did you come up with that name? So I, I, I love how I came up with that name. So I had a <laughs> Facebook group already around something else. Yeah. And I went to, I said yes to a women's conference mm -hmm. local about 350 women, and the keynotes, the keynote talk was by a woman named Lou Ann Kahn. She's an eight-time Emmy Award-winning broadcast journalist from my hometown, Philadelphia. And she was speaking about her book, which she gave each one of us a copy. It's called I Dare Me. Mm. How she did something new every day for a year to get unstuck, reboot, and recharge her life. Wendy, I sat in that room with 350 women. And I swear to you, it was like the way I was only talking to me. She gave me a name 
that resonated so deeply with what I felt I had been doing for the five years leading up to her event, which was daring. I was daring. And in that moment, I thought, oh my gosh, we're going to be moms who dare. We are moms who dare. And I ran home and I changed into my Facebook group to moms who dare. I just started randomly posting, hey, has anybody ever gone to a movie at 10 in the morning? Let's go. Does anybody want to go for a hike at this local park? Meet me there. And I just started posting. And, and, and I want to be clear, Wendy, daring is not like a scary word to me. Daring doesn't mean you have to go jump out of an airplane. Although if you want to do it, I will videotape you. I will cheer you on. I will not do that with you. <laughs> daring, daring is just my fun play on words of stepping out of your comfort zone to try something new, to open up possibility and opportunity. Tell, and I, the question that comes to my mind, and something that I read in your bio about stepping out of your comfort zone is the mm. direct route to fulfillment. How does a mother know what that feels like for her? So, yeah, and I want to be clear, you know, you can start daring, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll get into what that means, anytime you want. And I, I highly recommend, don't wait till the kids are gone to start daring. And if you do, that's okay, too. But if you're a mom right now listening and you have teens and you get to start now taking time for you. It is not selfish. It is that I'm giving you your permission. I actually have a permission slip. I can email you, Wendy. You can share it with people <laughs> in your podcast if you want to. I love it. So how you begin is by simply, number one, deciding and giving yourself and understanding that you have permission to take some time for yourself, whether it's 10 minutes, 20 minutes, a day, a half a day, you get to do this. It will be okay. I want to give you a perspective about this. Mm -hmm. If you are never taking time for yourself, if you never do anything for you and you always say yes, yes, yes to your kids and your family, your kids, your family, what are they learning from you? Mm -hmm. You are going to raise children who don't know how to put themselves first. Do we want our children to always put other people first? No. No, we want to teach them. So it's always a learning moment. So the first step is to decide on what, it, you know, sit down with a pen and paper and just do kind of like a brain dump. What, what are some things that you used to like doing before you became a mom? Write those down. What are some things that you recently have thought about wanting to do? Write those down. You know, maybe you saw that, you know, some of your friends are now playing Camasta or Mahjong. You've always wanted to learn. So write that down. Maybe you could take a class. Maybe you could just go sit in and watch. Maybe you've always wanted to be part of a book club and you miss reading so much. Fun fact here, everybody can read 10 pages of a good book a day. And you can take time to read 10 pages. I say go to read a chapter. But maybe it's time. Maybe you've always wanted to start a book club. So start a book club. Take two hours, one night a week, lunchtime, whatever it is for you. Maybe for you, it's you wanted to always go back to school and take a class in something or get a certification. I never knew I wanted to be a life coach. Start researching. And then when you research, you can figure out what are the steps you have to take to make this happen? How much time will it require? Dare to get started by just writing things down that sound good, things you've done in the past that you miss doing. Maybe you miss riding a bike. Maybe it's as simple as, as, as joining a meetup that goes bike riding on Sundays and you take a couple hours on Sundays. Your teenagers don't want to be with you Sunday morning. 
Let's just go. I mean, find the time. Your teenagers, and here, that's a beautiful thing. Your teenagers want nothing to do with you in the morning. Absolutely nothing to do with you on the weekend. Morning, they sleep till one, they're up till five. So in the morning. So you can actually plan it relatively easy in those spaces where they don't even need you, but take time for yourself. That's what daring is. Daring is to dare to say yes to you, find something you've always wanted to do or try, grab a wing mom with you, grab your best bestie yeah. and say, let's do this together. And that's what a friend of mine did for me. Mm. Yeah. She, she, she said, will you take tennis lessons with me on a Friday? And I realized, you know what? It's during the time my, my kids were in school or preschool. I had Fridays off. I said, yeah, I have been playing competitive tennis since she gave me such a gift. I didn't know I loved tennis. So that's what it, it's, it's deciding. Okay. I can do something for me. And then just brainstorming some things. What's look, what do you see somebody doing that looks like, Oh, that looks like fun. I wish I could do that. Write it down. I like the idea of the brain brain dump of being able to just like, you're not committing to anything. You're just throwing it down on a page. Uh, one of the things too, that I I've done, um, is I, I've been an avid journal keeper writer for since I was eight mm-hmm. years old. And I like to go back to my older journals and see what I was doing then, especially before I got married, quite frankly. Um, I was older when I got married. So I was doing lots of things in my 20s. And when I read my journals, I was like, oh my gosh, I was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> right? It was really, really fun. And so that gave me that permission to be, I mean, I was, I'm always fun, but I feel like I got kind of sucked into these societal, you know, expectat- traditions of woe is me, I'm a mom with all these kids, blah. but I was like, no, I'm fun. I like to go on trips and I like to do this. My husband doesn't like road trips. I love road trips. And so three years ago, I packed up three of my kids and across country we went from New Jersey to Utah and back two and a half weeks. Wow. Best thing ever. It was the best thing ever. Love that. That's daring. It's daring. And I was, uh, I think I was in, I finally got to South Dakota when I realized I could keep going forward, I kept thinking I could go back. It's closer to home than it is to Utah. <laughs> it's like this thing with my mind. When did what you did? You did. You gave yourself a gift and included your children in the experience, and that's okay too. Anyway, you can. But what you did was you looked back in your journals. I read an article once about a couple that was very worried that they were headed towards divorce after they found themselves with no more kids in the center of their kids were no longer in the center of the world. Right. They looked at each other like we're disconnected. What do we do? And you know, it was a beautiful story. They started to take out because of my generation, we have photo albums, right? They took out all photo albums. They started walking down memory lane together. Like, Oh my God, remember when we used to do that together? We used to cook together. And they, started to write down things they wanted to do together. So you can do this with your partner right? Yeah. and say, what are some things we want to do? We used to like to cook together. Let's take a cooking class. Right. Let's see. And you know what? You can ask your kids to get it for you for Hanukkah or Christmas or Mother's Day. I would love a cooking class for me and dad to take. Yeah. And again, I can't stress enough that sometimes your children will push back. If, if, if you're a mom who has been around and accessible 24 seven and constantly available, I am not chastising you for that. It's how we roll. It's what That's we right. do. That's right. I mean, it's, it's how we, we are. Um, but if, and if that has been you, 
And now you're going to say, you know what? I'm sorry, I can't do Tuesday nights, my book club. You might have a teenager who pushes back a little bit because when we start to grow and change, it can have people feeling a little bit uneasy and uncomfortable. Like, wait a minute, that's not, that's not the mom I knew. That's not, and it's uncomfortable. It's not that they don't want you to find something for yourself. They don't want to be uncomfortable. People don't like change and different. So don't get caught in guilt. Your child, again, is not doing something to you. They're not trying to make you feel guilty. They just don't know what to do with that. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't do Tuesday night. It's my book club. Maybe your dad can help you. Or maybe your brother will have to help you. Or you might have to get an Uber or find a carpool for yourself. And I, I, I beg you that if you do commit to something for yourself, commit to it. Let your family know, hey, everybody, I've decided I'm so excited. I've always wanted to be part of a book club and we meet every other Tuesday night and put it on a big poster in the kitchen. Here are the Tuesday nights that I will be busy from seven to nine and I'll help you before or after. But just know that I am not available on these days and let them know. That's good. That's a good teaching. That's yeah. a good teaching moment for a mom. I agree with you because a mom has to learn that for herself. You know, it, it's hard for us to not be there at their pick and call a lot of times because you feel like you're letting them down, but you're really not. But I, and I'll also share, Wendy, I, I host these speaker series and I interview experts in all areas of life, coaches in all areas of life. I just interviewed um, a coach and, and it was true. It's, she, she was talking about the power of saying yes to you. And that if we constantly are saying no to ourselves, it can lead to feelings of anger and resentment. And we will show up a little short-tempered, a little resented resentment. You have to fill your cup first. I mean, there's a reason I know how corny this sounds, but there's a reason they tell you to put the oxygen mask on first. If you constantly are saying no to you, eventually it will catch up to you. And then you're going to feel anger, resentment towards the exact people that you want to show up fully for, your family and yourself. So fill, fill something for yourself. Do something just for you. It could be as simple as a once a month massage. Oh, ladies, book a once a month massage. You will not regret it in a quiet room that's dark with essential oils and calm music. You'll be sad when that hour is over, but it'll be worth it. The fastest that's hour in the world. Is. Yeah. And that's that. what that's the word dare. Dare is deciding it's time for you and stepping out and trying something new or different or something that you haven't done in a while, just for you. Yeah, that that is really powerful. And I appreciate you speaking to that. The whole idea that when you start to make that space, that um your family will often be pushed back a little bit. Like they want to close that space back up. But we are strong and we have birthed these people and brought them into the world and they're still alive, yeah. right? We've kept them alive. They can handle it. They can handle mom yeah. going and doing something for herself. And, and here, I, I always encourage do something just for you, either alone yourself or with a, a, a fellow mom. But what you did was great too, Wendy. Mm-hmm. You, you missed travel. You missed road tripping. So invite your kids. Who wants to do this? I used to love doing this. This is what it could bring us. Who wants to do it with me? So if you do love hiking, uh, I mean, there's nothing better than taking your teen on a hike. If they'll go, the amazing things happen out in nature. They talk, they share, and you can say, who wants to come on a hike with me? Now set the ground rules. When I hike, there is no social media. We are not going to be on our phones, but I want to share with you what nature could do for you. Who wants to come? And share 
there with your with your family. You're giving them a gift too. So that's yeah. okay. I love that. That's yeah, that it makes motherhood so much more fulfilling when you're creating space, but you're also inviting into your space the people that that love you and you love and I don't know, it just it yeah. makes life happier in at the end of the day. It, it deepens connection too. Mm-hmm. If you, if you, and you can, you, oh my God, you have so many things you could do. You could sit down at a family dinner one night and say, all right, you're going to be leaving for college in next year, in three years or four years. Let's start creating some fun, adventurous experiences and memories together. Everybody write down three things you've always wanted to do. Sit down, Cross off the ones that are unrealistic that, you know, you can't don't make promises you can't keep. And then maybe create a little timeline vision board on what you want to do. That's a great way to deepen your connection. You, mm-hmm. If you're a son or daughter has something they always wanted to do and it's doable for you, just imagine how amazing it is that they invite you into their, their dream, their experience they want to do. And, and plan out a vision board on doing it and, and document it. What a special way to bring a family to connect before... They, they head off and the feelings of disconnection do pop up after they yeah, leave. They do. That, I love that. I'm like, I'm thinking about it already to do that tonight because that's fun because those are adventures and I, yeah. I like adventures myself. But um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been delightful to get to know you. I love your passion. I love how mm. um, wise you are and your willingness mm. to share that with with mothers and you're doing good work. So I'm very grateful for you. You too, Wendy. I love moms. Moms are, moms are important, important people in the world. We give so much and, and and it's important for us to stick together. So you're doing great work with this podcast too. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now back earlier, you mentioned that you have a speaker series and I think you have one coming up. What can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, right now, registration is open. We have a five-day virtual free speaker series. And basically what happens is you register, you get a, it's free access, but by registering, that's what gets you an email every day of the series with the release of that particular day's speaker interviews, both the audio and the videos, a workbook. We have a custom workbook because each, it's about 20, 25 minutes per interview and their conversations around everything in life for a mom. It's called Empty Nest, Loss or Opportunity for the mom who gets to discover who she gets to become now. You do not have to be an empty nester to gain extreme value from, from these interviews. So yeah, I mean, I, I think you have the link. Re- register for the speaker series. They're impactful. And um, yeah, you know what? I, I'm a proponent of personal growth and we never stop growing. We just um, keep moving forward and reach a certain point, and then we get to grow more and grow more. And this is a really great personal growth opportunity. Wonderful. So where can people find, where, where can people find you? So the best, there's two places, my website, jodysilverman.com and the face, the private Facebook group, Moms Who Dare on okay. Facebook. It's a private group. All moms are welcome. And so much happens in that group, including the speaker series lives, Facebook lives and, and events. So Okay, great. And your your first name is spelled J-O-D-I, correct? Correct. JodySilverman.com. And you can get to the Facebook group through, through my website. So if you want to see everything that we do, head to my website. Okay. And all the all the links for Jody are in the show notes. So just go there. Um, 
with his podcast and you'll be able to find all the things you need to find all Jody all day. <laughs> <laughs> all Jody all day. You like I that? Think I like that. I might just put that on a t-shirt. I'm all like, <laughs> it's fun though, right? All right. So thank you again, Jody. We, uh, I really appreciate it. And um, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Joyfully Prepared. I'm grateful for you and appreciate you inviting me into your life. Please subscribe and tell all your friends about this delightful podcast. Leaving a joyful review would earn you all sorts of karma points too. I invite you to join my free Facebook group at www.joyfulprepgroup.com and join with other like-minded mothers.